0: Welcome to For What It's Worth, introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom, now in its 10th glorious season.
1: Wisconsin, Texas.
0: Banana-conda.
1: Only certain cookies can be part of this this, this new regime.
0: Woo-woo, welcome to my quest womb
1: Where's the show
2: gone? <laughs>
0: Hello, Fuzzbuts one and all, and welcome to. For what it's worth, I'm here with uh, two lovely fuzzbuds, uh, I guess. How y'all doing?
1: I'm a cute fuzzbud. Same with Sammy. You're a very cute fuzzbud.
3: Am too. I a cute fuzzbud? Is that what that is? I, th- I I think I
1: think you are. Oh, okay. But I'm doing very well. So how are you doing, Sammy?
3: You doing good? Uh, yeah. I guess another. Work week done, and I don't know life <laughs> cool
0: we did it, we made it to another episode we
3: made it to another episode. uh, well, I guess people probably want to know what we've been doing since the last episode, which
1: yeah what have you what have you been doing since uh
3: not a what have you been doing not a whole ton i I had a scare uh the oh. other week and almost bricked my computer, so that was fun. What did you do? Well, I wanted to put more RAM in my computer so I could...
0: Did you just RAM it in? I
3: RAMmed it in too hard, and then my, my motherboard decided it didn't like that, and so I had to basically take everything out and pull the CMOS battery. I don't... So the CMOS battery is the little button battery that lives on a motherboard. So, that's Sammy. that's the thing that keeps the motherboard knowing, like, its date, time, and, like, its settings when you turn off the computer. So, Sammy. I had to pull that out uh, to basically reset my motherboard, and then I was able to finally put all the new RAM in and everything back in, and now I'm working. So.
1: Hey, 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 Sammy. What? You, you you know that it's important for you to use lube before you you know just shove things in. No,
3: the RAM doesn't
1: Especially like RAM. lube.
3: Ram doesn't
1: you like have to, lube. You have to put it in dry. That that yeah. seems so I'm not, harsh. I'm
0: not going to take technical advice from a guy who fills his co- computer with cookies. Yeah, just saying. The the I cram as much of them in as possible. <laughs> the
3: only lube so. needed is the lube that you put on the CPU. <laughs> AKA thermal paste.
0: That's a thermal paste. That's not loop at all. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Yep. So, Please do not take technical advice from the for what it's worth staff.
3: Nah, sure. Why not? But no, so that was a stressful night because I was like, I'm going to put this RAM in my computer so I can get it up to 32 gigs and then hop online and play games with people. Yeah, that didn't happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, Oops. I remember that night. It was like, I'm going to be joining, guys! I'm going to come and have fun with yep. you! And then all of a sudden it was like,
3: Where's Sammy? Yep. Uh, is Sammy coming? Yeah, and then I <laughs> messaged the group, and I'm like, Well, my computer just shit itself. And that's... Oops. Yeah. But, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. I'm, I'm so.
0: glad your computer didn't die.
3: Yeah, me too, because I don't want to have to pay to replace a bunch of stuff. So, but other than that, I mean... It's been good, being playing games. I am currently a little stuck in Boulder's Gate, uh, as in I need to sneak into places or break into places without getting caught, and I am really, 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 really bad at that kind of thing.
0: <laughs>
1: so, sounds sounds like you need to employ a rope. I know. Well, sounds I, like you
0: need to save scum.
3: I I have a Stereon, but. I just make poor choices.
0: <laughs> like the kind that leads you to almost break your computer. Exactly. 100%.
3: So,
1: so Nuka. Yes. What have you been up to?
0: Um, When I'm not marking exams and putting the finishing touches on the furry book, I am uh, playing an interesting mix of uh, computer games. I've been... Uh, I don't know if anyone even knows of this game or is as uh, in love with it as I am but the Talos uh, Principle 2 it's a puzzle I, game it's fantastic I don't. it's think portal but like pretty and philosophical huh. very beautiful and philosophical and kind of whimsical with robots and cats
3: ah that's it there's, <laughs> there's the kicker robots and cats
0: but then also I've been playing uh, I've been mean, sort of Retro gaming, now that I have this new souped-up computer, I can finally give uh, Fallout 76 another shake. I, uh, For those who know, I'm a huge Fallout fan, as the name of Nuka might imply, but um, <laughs> I uh, uh, was very disappointed. I tried when Fallout 76 came out. I pre-ordered it. I installed it the first night it came out. I played it for like a couple of hours, and I was like, what the hell is this? And then I never played it again. And I've since given it another shot, and uh, I, I've now put about 15 hours into it, and I enjoy it. It is. It is not not as good i think as you know new vegas and 4 but uh, uh or you know even 1 or 2 but uh you no know, i'll i'll take it it's a, it's a solid enough uh fallout game
2: yeah.
3: i've never played a fallout game but of everything that i've heard from people i think new vegas is kind of the general uh, yeah. everyone's favorite
0: <laughs> if you only play one fallout game make it new vegas
3: okay well there you go
0: yeah and uh how are you, Rue?
3: Uh, you
1: know, I've been doing good. I mean, I went uh, I think I shared with people that I went to, to BLFC and that How'd was that a- absolutely epic. It was a lot of fun and um it was good to be able to see people. I have to admit, I think that a weekday con is not the greatest thing in the whole entire world. But, you know, overall it was it was good. It was just different. Um it was there are worse always things like... you could
0: be doing with your weekdays, you know.
1: Yeah, it just it just takes a lot of PTO in order to get Mm, all of that time off and and you know for me how I work is I can always like I I can't get any overtime and so for me it's like okay well if I take a few days off during the week that's okay because I'll just work more hours um, the other days to be able to get caught up. And not use as much PTO and different things like that. So that's what's helpful for me is when it's like, you know, a couple. I I still take the same amount of time, but the whole fact that it's split up between the week, it's just just makes it so much more easy and more enjoyable. Um, Mm -hmm. I lost twenty (gasps) five dollars. I thought you were going to say twenty
0: five pounds or something. Just I'm like, what? (laughs) How did you do that? (laughs) Twenty (laughs) five dollars.
1: I played the little shop of horror slot machine and that plant really, really wanted to eat all of my money. You just wanted to
3: play the vore machine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I wanted to because it was, you know, singing the song. I would love to sing it, but I'd get demonetized or we would get demonetized. But um, yes,
0: I will say I'm not a gambler. How well I've been to a casino a handful of times. I do enjoy poker, though, not at a casino, but just with friends. And mm-hmm. I I've played craps in a casino once, and I know I love the probability and the statistics involved in craps. I, I would go to a casino and play craps.
1: <laughs> I did also play some craps, and that's what I actually, how I actually won some, a little bit of money. I was up like 20 bucks or something when I was playing there. But
3: Anywho. And so, the hotel um... says we don't gamble.
1: Lies. yeah. Well, the thing is, is we're not gambling thousands and thousands of dollars, we're, we're just, just gambling, gambling on concrete. Like, yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, one of my friends that came down with COVID and had to leave a day early,
2: it oh, felt shit.
1: so bad for them, yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, I've just been playing uh, video games, I've been really in- enjoying this brand new game called um, Enshrouded. And um, that was super, it's super, super fun. It's going to be coming out next year. I got a chance to play a, a little beta. Uh, uh, I think um, that was the alpha sort of... demo.
3: So, was it? Is e- that the alpha yeah, demo? Yeah, it wasn't even a beta demo. It was like alpha demo. Well, it was really,
1: really well put together. Oh, yeah. Like, it's this studio and game that just kind of came out of Left Field, but it's almost like Valheim, but. With really good graphics.
0: Well, so Valheim, but not suck ass.
3: Valheim, but yeah. more story driven, I think. Is how yeah, I see it. I,
1: I think it's I think it's really good, really well put together. Um, just kind of came out of left field and I recommend, you know, picking it up. It's gonna be coming out in January. So <laughs> it's a survival building game that you can play with your friends so I'm excited about that and I've also had the chance to play a little bit about a little bit of this game called Nightingale that will be coming out next year as well it's it's a it's a basically like a Victorian survival game where Mm. you know you can basically play as Mary Poppins flying around and (laughs) um, shooting your bows and arrows at, at people it's kind of funny but um overall that one's pretty fun i would have to say out of the two enshrouded is much more fleshed out and i'm super excited for enshrouded because i think that nightingale has a little bit more time that has to be put in the oven but i recommend both of them i recommend checking them out so but other than that that's what i've been up to well
0: have you had an opportunity to get some chinese food lately
1: ah you know I need to go get more Chinese food. I'm actually running really low on cookies.
3: Uh. Maybe we need to, like, buy, like, a bulk box of
0: That's fortune cheating. cookies. It has, to, it has to come from the Chinese place. otherwise. See,
3: it's...
1: Oh. I did that once before, but then I kept them, and then the cookies got stale, because <laughs> I was saving them for the podcast, and then as I was, like, going through the podcast and be like, mmm... Oh, this is so good and scrumptious. And I'm
0: like, this is so still. Oh, <laughs> no. That's gross. Maybe the cookie will tell you to get more cookies. Mm. They're smart like that.
1: All right. So today's cookie, it says your sensitivity is an asset. In bed with a cookie.
3: Oh, my.
1: That track. So so don't be so sensitive. I don't, no, that says it's a good that's thing. An asset. Yeah. Oh, it says to be sensitive? Your okay. your sensitivity
0: yeah, a, 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 you is an and asset. And that's good.
3: That's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do the opposite of what Rue says. Yes.
3: Hopefully you got some cookies on that quick little break. Um, we, I know I did. I feel. Full. That's all you've got. You just have a stash of cookies everywhere. I swear.
1: I mean, I have some in my closet. I have some under the table. I have some in my car. And definitely I have well, some. Well, this, uh, this, uh,
0: this week's episode is all about an intervention for Rue and his cookie eating. Rue, Sammy and I are here because we're concerned.
1: Because we're worried about oh. your cookies. Oh, so we're doing the cookie episode. You guys are gonna help
3: eat them. Yay! No, I,
2: no, I, you I feel like you know i have been, been wanting to bring us. back
1: the cookie I don't episode. Think so. oh.
3: but that's okay. We'll just talk about something else. All right. Uh, I think we've actually got a fun topic today. Uh, this is gonna be.
0: I I can introduce it if you like. Yeah, I was yeah. like,
3: I don't know how to say this, <laughs> like,
1: without right. just saying it, because yeah. The, Sammy just said cookies aren't fun. Oh.
0: Anyways, go ahead. Sammy <laughs> <and> implied <laughs> cookies weren't fun. No, this is uh this is an idea I came up with. Like as uh, initially we started off uh, wanting to like a nostalgia episode, and I thought, okay, well we could just sit here and go like, remember back in the day, and just do kind of a wandering conversation. Back in
3: my day. Yeah. Burr.
0: But I thought you know uh, uh, a a guided approach into the past might be a better way to do it, and I I found a clever way to do this that jives with. Uh, some furry research I've done recently, so uh, I'm calling this history mysteries because um, there are some things that like our furry data just can't tell us and where you have to use context and, and other knowledge besides like a survey to help with this. So um, we asked furries uh, this in a survey this year, we asked like a, a couple thousand furries, um, what year did you get into the fandom? Right, importantly not what year did you become a furry or what what year did you know but specific what year did you did you get into the furry fandom and i was looking at the data and it wasn't like this nice smooth straight line right like if if it was totally at random when furries got in and very haphazard you'd expect like the same percentage of furries to get into the fandom year after year after year but instead what we find is there are certain little blips where like these little high points were like oh for whatever reason there was this huge rush of furries that came in in certain years, and so the the, the history mysteries I want to do is is look back at different years and try to see like what 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 is it about this year or this period that might have that might have perhaps like like spawned this like what was the fandom looking like what was going on that might have brought people into the fandom or helped people go from being casually furry to to actually take in their their the, the plunge and in getting involved in the fandom, so that's that's the idea behind this. Is we can put our heads together and and unra- unravel this mystery. And I've got a I did a huge dive last night. I I spent uh, way more hours than I'm willing to admit going through <laughs> each of these years myself and just racking my brain. So for each of these, I can sort of spit out a couple of suggestions myself for what might have been happening, and we can either talk about these things or see if we can come up with our own ideas for what might have uh, accounted for those little spikes. That's that's I, the plan. I've got the answer for all of them. I have the answer for every single one. Is it furry porn? Disney. 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 Actually, uh, you you not the way you might think. I mean, I know <laughs> that uh, uh, Zootopia is often sort of credited for oh, Zootopia is responsible for all the modern furries and um, but I mean, there are other spikes that don't correspond with any any Disney movie. So sure. I guess the the question I'll ask is, do we want to start? With with the most recent ones and work backwards, or do we want to start backwards and work to the modern day? Which which would you guys prefer? I think backwards. I think
1: that the most recent. Backwards. Okay, so we want
0: to start uh, recents and work backwards. Okay. Yeah. All right, so yeah. uh, So there was a spike in 2022, and so it's worth asking, okay, what well, was it about, like, 2022? And uh, the only two events that I was able to note here— um, Oh, I, I should point out, ooh, statistically, ooh, ooh. it's about 6% of furries joined the fandom— in twenty twenty two. So the two that I've got, we'll see if, if this jives with you guys, or if you can think of other things in the last year. The two big ones were um there was that film The Bad Guys that came out. That's yeah.
1: what I was gonna say. The
3: bad
0: I was guy. thinking of
2: turning
3: yeah. red.
0: Oh, I don't know. I think it was twenty twenty two. Was that was was that pre-pandemic? That... I want to say it was pre pandemic, but I could be Oh, wrong. I I Hold feel on.
3: like that was super recent. This is gonna
0: this is gonna be a, a furry research stream as well. So turning yeah. red uh release dates this, this is what i wanted it to be is it oh shit it 2022. was 2022 oh my gosh that feels so much older than that okay uh, absolutely yeah i think I, I think turning red would have been a bigger influence honestly than the bad guys i don't know <laughs> i don't think in the general public i don't in the general public
1: no no i i think that the bad guys is what really i don't I've... know But maybe it was current furries that were like,
3: yeah, I like the wolf. Maybe because I feel like I heard a lot more about the bad guys. Well, I heard Um, about the the bad guys,
0: but then like I heard about all this anticipation for it and then like it released and I didn't even know that it had released and I had heard nothing about it after it had released. And so, all I heard was the anticipation and the build up and then it just fell off the map entirely for me.
3: Interesting.
0: Hmm. So, yeah. So, so turning red. So that was one I didn't even think about. Good, good call. And then the other thing that I had noted for 2022 was, uh, VR chats from 2021, uh, to 2022 VR chats, number of users doubled globally. Oh, wow. And so I'm wondering if, if, okay, so this is more people getting on VR chats and perhaps stumbling into the furry thing or people who were casually <laughs> furry, who stumbled into, to, you know, maybe it gave them an opportunity to to jump into the fandom or get their first exposure to the fandom there, so...
3: Yeah. VR chat has definitely, I think, made that, like, I'm gonna kind of look into it a little more without, like, having to go out to, like, a meet or something. It's definitely a safe yeah. way.
1: Because for myself, uh, just real quick, for myself, if, if it wasn't for Second Life, I... I wouldn't have had kind of like a safe environment in order for me to be. Don't in, worry. We'll um, mention uh, second life. Hurry. <laughs> that, oh, that's, yeah. that's coming. Okay. <laughs> no yeah. worries. No worries. Uh, but, but I'm just saying VR chat It's like the
0: modern nowadays, second life. That's, yeah.
3: That's yeah. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree That's what
2: you.
3: I always call it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's the new second life. And then people are like, oh, it's not second life. It's so much better. I'm like, it's it's but second better, yeah. life. But- so,
0: can you think of anything Ew. else in the last year that might have been? Uh, those are the two that I could I could think of. But again, this is just coming from my experience, my my knowledge of the fandom. Can you guys think of anything else that might have pulled people into the mm-hmm. fandom in the last year?
1: I mean, I know that the official release of the fandom was around that. No, time. that was so earlier. But I think that mainly furries
3: kind of watched that. Yeah. But, no, I feel like the I fandom mean, video I came know... out like twenty twenty one or something.
0: I think I'd written it down. It's twenty twenty. Yeah. I have I have that jotted 2020. down in twenty twenty. So Yeah.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, um I can't. I can't yeah. think of anything else okay. during that particular time.
0: Uh, the only other thing I can think of too would be uh and I'm just thinking about this now. Uh in the last but that's more so it's this year. Um laws and bills and mentioning of furries in like politics like furries actually making it to mainstream politics granted not for like good reasons necessarily but right. it's putting it on people's radar perhaps just the existence of furries like what the hell is a furry they hear about it in in politics politicians talking about furries and then they look it up but that was more 2023 i guess than 2022
1: yeah well ah, uh, I, I have another one sing
0: two. sing to oh that didn't it or was that, was oh. that 2022? Or did you yep. check it? Yeah, I yeah, did. Well, December 22nd, Ooh. 2021, but close enough. It's the end of 2021. So yeah, yeah, oh. that's close enough.
3: What about the Sonic movie? The second one?
0: Oh, that was no, that was this year, wasn't it?
3: I thought that was last year.
0: Uh, oh, it was. Oh my god. My my sense of time is all screwed up. No, you're right. That was Time
3: I'm is a... Time is weird soup. There was also the Puss in Boots movie.
0: That was yeah. That one was. You're right. Okay, so there so, were a bunch more movies that I wasn't there thinking was, about.
3: Yeah, but I think of all of them that I heard about being already in the furry bubble was Bad Guys, Puss in Boots, and Turning
1: Red. Puss in
0: Boots was yeah. a big. Yeah. I would have guessed Turning Red. Yeah,
1: yeah. But- see me. See, I I didn't see Turning Red as being a major influence on people other otherwise no offense we would see a lot red more red we did, I, I do think
0: the red panda numbers have gone up i have to double check it but i do think red panda numbers have gone up not necessarily this year but in the past few years so i guess you can't necessarily blame it on turning red that would have been a more yeah uh
1: i don't know i know that that's just causation you know yeah. so
0: so that's 2022 let's let's jump back a bit now so 2021 didn't stand out as as a year where there was a, more furries than you'd expect uh the next one is 2020 now i'll give you i'll give you three guesses as to what might have happened in and around 2020 that might have led yeah COVID! It, was, it was the single <laughs> largest spike in furry growth uh in fact 10 percent of furries currently in the fandom joined the fandom in 2020 specifically <laughs>
1: Wow, I mean, I definitely would have to say it's VR chat during that particular time. I don't know. That's my opinion, and maybe maybe that's not correct. But I mean, a lot of people didn't have outlets during that yeah. time, and being able to have something. But I'm guessing that's not number
2: one. Uh,
0: well, so so I don't know. So think I, I don't have the numbers on what, what what it was that was the cause. This is this is the mystery. We're get we're guessing. We're speculating here. So I think you're. I I would guess you're right. That... So 2020
3: was when. The fandom documentary, documentary came out was released yep. while everybody <laughs> was at home.
0: And VR chat so, was available. So that combination of. VR there. chat
3: was super available. So people were probably, you know, perusing YouTube and trying to find shit to watch.
0: Uh, another th- because
1: they'd watched it was definitely because of the
3: Sonic. Because they'd movie. watched it all. That's when it came out. Ooh, Sonic movie? There you go.
0: Uh another thing that came out uh that happened in twenty twenty I believe if my research is right, that was the first v r furrycon ferality uh dropped in twenty twenty I believe, so again, a yeah. lot of people who weren't able and- to go to any conventions and hey look, there's this online furry convention
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no, and i I'll be honest with you, I did not think that ferality was as big until I actually went it, it is that. as far as I know it's, it's the largest huge.
0: if you if you count it you know with other conventions it is hands down the largest furry con i think
1: see i i would argue that that i don't know if that could be counted towards but but that's semantics right i know they count it but for myself like i i don't count it towards the all the other furry cons that are out there it's it's a virtual convention, yes, but I think it's within its own right to have its own field. I I don't necessarily feel like that it could say that it's the largest furry convention.
3: I don't know. That's just my.
1: Yeah, what it's,
0: about? It's putting so up Amphicon numbers at very least. <laughs> Sorry, go yeah. ahead.
3: Well, the thing is with something like that is yes, it is virtual, but because it's virtual, it makes it easy for people to attend. So you know, it definitely can easily pull in numbers.
0: Yeah. Um the from what I can see I on the site thinking... the largest number is 15,160. So that's that's EpicCon MFF numbers. So
3: That's amazing.
1: I will say going to um going to that convention that's the first convention that I've ever gone to recently that I've actually had post-con depression. So it is that good. Like it is a different experience. So I highly 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 recommend if you haven't checked out Furality, I definitely recommend you yeah. check it out this next year. But so. the other
3: thing too is is we're we're f- focusing a lot on movies. Yeah. What didn't like a or something, one of the other like popular shows among furries get released like a season release?
0: Uh a s- season, yeah. Yeah. But not not like it didn't drop for the first time, but that would have been like season like three or four or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Also,
3: uh, when did Beastars release?
0: I want to say it was before that, but I might be wrong. Beastars Star's release twenty uh, end of twenty nineteen, so October tenth, twenty nineteen. So, so maybe uh,
3: it would fall into it. People would be watching
0: uh, BNA as, the as well. Came. I'm seeing BNA also uh, dropped uh, beginning twenty twenty.
3: Oh, I need to finish that one.
0: <laughs> uh, another one, by the way. Uh, this is the, only, the only other thing I could f- sort of think of on my own. Was um, so this is a bit of a perhaps a bit of a stretch, but I know that uh, Nas Hyena is incredibly popular. And Nas Hyena in 2020 hit 100k subscribers uh, in 2020. So uh, the sort of upward trajectory of this particular YouTube channel, with a lot of younger furries saying that they, they got into the fandom through YouTube, it might have been just this growth and spike in a particular uh, yeah. YouTuber like Nas Hyena.
3: Yeah. And yeah, YouTube is definitely um, one thing that I've seen a lot of people references. Oh yeah. I found furries on YouTube or, you know, found out, found a furry YouTuber that wanted me that, you know, helped me get into the fandom kind of thing. Yeah. So.
0: All right. So digging anything else for 2020 or should I keep going?
3: Um, what about, oh, this might've been 2021. Um, do you remember that dating show, Rue? I know you watched it. Dating. Where they had oh shit, I know what you're um, or or at least like masks and shit.
0: Oh, what was that called? Oh my goodness, um, yeah, I remember. When that. When did that it's come out? <laughs> beasts. Furry something. show on Netflix. It was uh, animal headed di- sexy beasts, right? Sexy beasts. Oh my god that gosh. was that was 2021, Please I think. No, yeah, but I don't think okay. that was.
1: I don't no. think. I don't think that that brought anybody into the furry <laughs> fandom. Yeah, it would have pushed them like, away. they, yeah, uh, they, they made, okay, that show, they ended up making, like, a huge mistake with it. If they would have just had regular people in there, then, uh, but I get it. I get it. Dating shows, they want to get the hottest people. They took the hottest people and then made them look like the yeah, stupidest they, the, the things Yeah, ever. The,
0: the suits they put on them were, uh.
1: And then when they like reveal themselves or this most amazing model type thing, it's just like, no, it, it, if you're going to do furries like I I love you guys. I love furries, but like and, and, and never mind, never mind. A lot of you are very, very uh beautiful people, <laughs> but you don't look like those models that are on there.
0: All right. Uh, some of you do. So to, to dig Rue out of this hole. Uh, then Typical. Go, typical. <laughs> go, uh, going back a little more now, we have uh, uh, 2016 to 2018, three years of fairly high. It wasn't a spike so much as kind of a, a continuous plateau of three years of fairly high furry recruitment. So a couple of things I noted that happened in 2016 to 2018. Uh, Zootopia dropped in 2016. Okay. Uh, and the Frisones documentary dropped in 2016. Uh, also in
3: oh, me- I forgot about that one. Yeah, Holy so
0: Zootopia and Fersonas were in 2016. Uh, also, the only furry game I could think of was Night in the Woods, released in
3: 2017. Oh
1: yeah, so everybody those are, went.
0: Those are three pieces of that. media that I think might might have contributed. I don't know if you could yeah. think
1: of uh, a grezzo That that was also the initial release uh, date was 2006.
0: Right? Suko. Yeah ago. that was twenty eighteen.
1: Yep. Wait, it was twenty eighteen. I, I see twenty sixteen.
0: Uh but I see at least on uh on Google here. Okay.
2: But,
1: yeah, twenty I, I'm on IMDB. So okay, that...
0: maybe I'm 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 googling it. I could be entirely wrong, but okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Zootopia. I mean, Zootopia, so This is the big Zootopia one. It didn't lead to to the spike. Everyone like says, oh, obviously Zootopia And I mean, it's in a year and in a couple of years where there was some high growth, but like not the gigantic spike that everyone kind of makes it out to be. That I kind of would have expected it to be.
3: Really interesting.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I would have expected. Like, if you just asked me, I would have I would have said like, yeah, Zootopia would have been a year that stands out on its own, but it wasn't. It's just just part of a a three year kind of plateau of of decently high um uh into the fandom i nuka
1: when was my little pony like 2010 i know it was i i mentioned this. that one in 2010,
0: 2010. 2010
3: yeah so how about i know we're probably going back like into more recent years but when did elden ring release
0: oh that was 2022 okay yeah
3: because i'm like everybody had the hots
0: for uh or um, for blade Braid. or or blade yeah
3: and this was even people that were like i'm not a furry but he's but... <laughs> fucking hot i'd i'd let him do me like i saw so many of those i'm like you're just a furry and you don't want to admit it
0: <laughs> a couple of uh, a few other things that uh happened in that time so so i tried to cover a wide range of things not just media other notable things that happened between 2016 and 2018 um uh uh, the first Denver, so for furries who were kind of living in and around uh you know uh Colorado and stuff, the first mm-hmm. Denver was in twenty eighteen. Oh,
2: uh, wow. formerly
0: known as Mile High Furcon. Um other things I noted, uh Nas Hyena and Majira Strawberry uh were both prominent in here. Uh, Nas Hyena started up in twenty seventeen uh, and is now one of the, the biggest furry uh YouTubers. Majira Strawberry, who I believe is the biggest furry YouTuber. Uh, in this time went from less than fifty K subscribers to two hundred K subscribers just from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. Wow. So that's like a hundred and fifty thousand new people following. Probably at least some of those were furries. <laughs> yeah,
3: huh? You think.
0: <laughs> uh another one, and this 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 will draw a little bit of uh fire perhaps. Uh another prominent furry YouTuber at the time, Kiro the Fox, had gone from ten uh... K to a hundred K subscribers. This yes. is this was this was before the uh the the drama surrounding Kiro. Yeah. Um and, and this is because in uh uh 2017 or 2018 um Shane Dawson featured Kiro on the show and that I think drew a lot of attention to furries. Uh Okay. The last thing I'll note that i had written down was oh, Protogens 2017 was when I think from what Mary research could show Protogens came onto the scene in 2017. So if like some random person stumbled upon protogens like pictures of them and well, this is cool what the heck is that this might have been one one foot into the fandom yeah so i don't know if you guys can think of anything else that might have happened in those years 2016 to 2018 that might have that might have been in, uh, inspired furries to get into the fandom
3: um i don't know if it would ma- if it would be a thing, but that is, 2016 is when Pokemon Go came out.
0: Oh, you're right. check right, Pokemon and, Go. And
3: that was a huge thing, but I feel yep, like that's probably not gonna be a huge furry draw because it's Pokemon and, you know, there's a giant already a giant fandom for pokemon but I
0: guess people it gets people into fandom i think it would get a lot of people to go from being casual pokemon fans to going and being among other pokemon fans which might be a way to get into the furry fandom which like,
3: will then cross you over yeah yeah
0: yeah so definitely I, I don't think that's trivial
3: yeah um that's kind of the only other thing i could think of also time is weird and i have a hard time like you know
0: yeah that's i'm I'm trying to give some examples here yeah
3: what are these dates like it's one of those where it's like oh that just happened yesterday nah bro that happened like six years ago (laughs) well
0: it it helps me to kind of think of other things that were going on which is why i was trying to mention some of these things also this is when trump got into to office so i'm like okay what what was happening to me around that time what were the prominent things happening in the fandom at that time yeah so it helps it helps us kind of date and put things into context
1: most of us were trying There's to a hide lot of and like political polarization during yeah. that time. A lot.
3: a lot, a lot of us were like, I'm going to just stay in my bubble and, and, and watch that. I survive and watch Agret <laughs> Succo and be star. Well, not be stars, but you know, uh,
0: going back a little more 2015 was, uh, was an okay, kind of decently year, kind of decently big year. um, at this point we had, uh, this is when VR chat fourteen twenty fourteen 2014 was when VR chat started and 2015 was when it kind of started to get some momentum. Uh, the first Anthro new England had started up. So for folks kind of living in the new England area, this might've been their first opportunity to make it out to a con. Uh, this is when Majira strawberry first posted their first video, uh, in January, 2015. So, uh, for Aww. any of those early adapters, that might've been, uh, uh their first exposure and uh undertale a little game called undertale released in 2015 <laughs> leading to uh all of the best goat mom uh memes and pictures and and yeah
3: <laughs> just a little game called undertale you might have heard Bojack's- of it <laughs> i've still never played
1: <laughs> so bojack horseman came out in 2000
0: oh shit i didn't even think about bojack horseman i'm a huge fan of bojack horseman
1: and uh, I mean, I understand that, you know, not all the furries out there absolutely love Bojack Horseman. But I know of a lot of furries yeah. that do absolutely like Bojack Horseman. And there I have heard some people actually. Get I am just going to say, I mean, because of
0: even if you're not, a, uh, you may not have been a furry to start, but you you find Bojack Horseman like you like. You. So this is neat. It kind of gets your feet wet in the, the idea of anthro cartoons. You go look for fan art or stories or whatever, yeah. and then you, you sort of get into the fandom through that. It's definitely well, a gateway, I think.
1: And that was I just never got all over the whole fact that they didn't have tails. But Mister Peanut uh, Mister Peanut Butter is best boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, and I think the other thing with that too was a lot of people because yeah, BoJack became really popular, and then a lot of people were doing BoJack art.
0: Yeah. Oh, when was Tuka so... and Bertie? It um, was around so the Tukin... same time. Tukan
3: Birdie was made by uh, some of the. It was after BoJack. Bojack yeah, it was Boston. made by by some of the same folks. Oh, it was 2019. Made. Wow. Yeah, I but it, it never. Unfortunately, it never got. Quite um, the same. Renewed, which you know, depending on your opinion, I guess, is a good or bad thing. But I like. I don't know. Show. I thought it was fun. But I can definitely see why people like BoJack more. But that's just...
1: we have a a collective friend that was absolutely obsessed with um with with that show, not BoJack. But, um, I think
0: Duke they're both Birdie. fantastic yeah. shows. If you haven't had a chance yeah. to to watch them, and I guess the the last the last year I'll I'll mention before we jump to break here, uh, 2013 there was a a fairly modest spike in 2013. Uh, two things that I could think of that happened around that time. Uh, the first BLFC. Speaking of BLFC, a little
3: earlier. Oh, the first,
0: baby! First BLFC was twenty thirteen. So for furries in and around uh, uh, Nevada, that may well have been their uh, uh their first foray into a I furry con.
3: Remember? uh oh, I remember that first year.
0: I'll, also around that.
3: I was not there for the first year, but I know Sammy. I was. have I have gone every year except this this one that just happened, and i it makes me the big sad. Oh.
1: It's okay. It's okay. Like I told you, out of any of them to miss, it's okay. yeah, this one is okay. But I gave you a Pokemon, so you have the whole <laughs> set.
0: So there's there BLSC. There was also in 2013, the only other thing I could think of at the very, very end of uh, 2012 was uh, Dust, an Elysian Tale, which was a—I uh, think was a fairly uh, popular uh, furry computer game.
1: Dust was, was super good. Oh, I, I wanted to ask, when did I... Uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of that? Not Irene. Oh my gosh, what is it? The the little tiny um, sprite dude that's trying to or, save uh, nature. And Ori. Ori. Ori, oh, Ori in the you, vine forest. You.
3: I thought yeah, that was that like 2015 or something. Yeah, it was, was a little 2015. bit older. Ah, yeah! Yeah, good call.
1: Okay. Because... I know Ori was
3: a uh, big impact. Yeah. That. Ori was also very popular. Um...
0: So, yeah, so that, that's, uh, I kind of get anything else around that time. That might've been, no. uh, uh, an especially poignant 20, blur 2015
3: and 2013. Yeah. Mm, the, the Shaw and the sheep movie came out in 2015.
0: <laughs> I've never <laughs> even heard of that.
3: It's, I love it's that movie. And, it's a Wallace and Gromit movie. <laughs> It's so
1: funny and hilarious. Um, I love that.
3: I don't think I can think of anything.
0: I imagine that we have listeners right now who are well, just screaming at us, just like the, you oh, idiots, you forgot.
3: Yeah. No, they're probably like well, How that's dare why you? they can
1: send us a lot." Yeah, this might be an
0: episode that generates to... a lot of email for, for things that we maybe if it's twenty thirteen or twenty fifteen was the year you got into the fandom. Uh let us know what we missed. Let us know what it did it for you.
2: Yes,
3: please cuz we are a very small small uh sliver of what the experience is. Spe-
1: speaking of what did it for me? Um I I need to go to the restroom. So can we take yeah, a
3: Yeah, we'll pow- pause right. here. Yeah. We'll, we'll go we'll take back. a we'll potty break. I'm going to go take a little piddle. I'll be right back. All right. We'll be back in just a bit after Rue goes to the bathroom. Salutations. This is
1: Mephistophila, and you are listening to For What It's Worth. Did you know that brushing your teeth is the only time you really clean your skeleton?
2: Now you're cursed with this knowledge. Pass it on. Time is giving up the ghost. Fuck it's you I hate the most. But if there's no guarantee, it doesn't matter. This time I might just disappear. (laughs)
1: Demonetize.
3: quack quack
2: uh, so,
0: oh, woo. <laughs> so, so during the break we were talking and, and we said, "Oh shit, we forgot to look up like the new Ducktales." And so while while Ru and Tammy were in the bathroom, I was I, I went on a nostalgia trip and I um, listened to the old theme song and the new one. And I gotta say, and this is my hot take here, it's gonna. Uh, uh rile some feathers, I'm sure. I think the Uh-oh. new theme is better than the old one.
2: <laughs> Ooh,
3: I do love the new theme. I really. But do. but then it
0: also got me to, because YouTube recommends things. It also got me onto uh-huh. Alvin and the Chipmunks, and I gotta say, even after all these years, you know, despite all the you know, the horrendousness looking appearance of the the new Chipmunks, I do like that they kept the same theme song from like 1983. The was still. same theme song and i like that so
3: yeah no and that is it's when they do that i like that more than then they're like oh we're we are rehashing the show and we're just gonna rehash everything and it's like yeah it's like with that like you can you hear those first few notes of the ducktales theme and you're in it like in seconds also i did enjoy the the
1: new ducktales (laughs) it was really good. It was yeah. really good. I really enjoyed it.
0: So con- continuing our nostalgia trip, it's very appropriate because we are digging into nostalgia. Um, we're on to, if you can believe it, we're already back to uh, 2010. So wow. uh, for some, some of our listeners, this might be uh, uh, getting into some pretty young years for, for some of y'all. Uh, but um, I mean, might, so yeah, I guess, I guess the youngest by the, might be like five or six. You might've been by that time for some of our younger viewers, but uh Many of us were still adults at that point. Um, Anyway, so 2010, a lot happened in 2010 that I think might have contributed. So uh, I can sort of rifle off the list and we can sort of stop and comment as we go along. But um, uh, one thing I I noted, uh, the first Fernal Equinox, which I think is, I don't know if it was the first furry convention in Canada, but it's definitely, I believe, the biggest furry convention in Canada now. Uh, that had its first year in 2010. So, for a lot of Canadian furries, that, uh, that's going to be a, a, a big draw for them. I know. Uh, when did
3: Vancouver start?
0: Vancouver's first year was uh, 2012. So, it was a couple of years later. There was also What the Fur, but I think that was uh, um, a little bit later, too. First year. Uh no, that was the same year apparently. Okay, so they opened it the same year. For English-speaking Canadians, that might have been their first uh, furry convention they could go to. Um okay. So for Canadian furries, that might have been a big deal. Um, other other little bits of notable nostalgia here. So this one might be might be uh, uh all these specific. So it, it gets a lot more like all these specific for some of these things. Um, mm-hmm. the there's a website. Uh, sexy fur was like one of the big furry. Uh, art Reposit not art repositories, but like uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for subscription services uh, That didn't come out in 2010, but tail Heat, which was the gay version of the site by the same creator um, Jeremy Bernal, I believe that premiered in 2010. So I think for for some older furries that might have been like a, a significant exposure to the fandom uh, the website SoFurry. furry Started in in and around this time, uh, and grew to 100k users during this time. <laughs> I
1: know, so furry. I still uh, don't have an account to that.
3: Oh, I do. Um, technically, it was 20 or 2000, Wow, t- 2009. But Fantastic Mr. Fox came out in
1: 2009.
0: Uh, that was, oh God, was that that long ago? Yeah. Oh my God. That, I, yes. I always thought that was like 2010s.
3: Nope. No, no, nope. nope. That was super popular.
1: I think at that, that time.
0: was
3: like the end of 2009. Yeah.
0: Good one, uh, Ink Bunny also launched in uh, 2010, which is another uh, very big uh, wow. furry art repository.
1: Loving uh, and, uh,
0: and and also making. Uh, I guess this is a really big year for furries. Uh, Ink Bunny and E621 in its current form uh, released in 2010.
3: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't use E621? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh other notable th- <laughs> other notable things that happened in, in around 2010. Uh Dutch Jane the D- D- Dutch Angel Dragons were created uh at, near the end of 2009 and I believe Telephone hit the scene at around this time for many furries. Telephone, yeah. the Dutch Angel Dragon, is like the, the first suitor that inspired them to first suit or uh you know, seeing them on social media got them into the fandom. So this is sort of where that happened in around 2010.
3: Okay. Also, Nuka, mm-hmm. I just have to say this.
0: Yeah.
3: Fallout New Vegas, 2010.
0: Oh, God. I always assume that one's earlier. I always assume that's like 2007 or eight. God.
3: Nope. That one's 2010. Uh,
0: a few other things. So these ones might not be on a pe- some people's radar. This might have been one of those you had to be around the Phantom at that time to remember it. Uh, some notable furry appearances on television show, namely uh, My Strange Addiction.
1: Oh, no. Furry episode. Oh,
0: God.
3: Uh, oh yeah. that was
0: 2010 oh no uh, the Tyra Banks furry sex episode was at the very tail end of late uh, 2009 with uh, Chew Fox oh, my god uh, wow. another show some of you may have heard of uh, debuted in 2010 that's My Little Pony Friendship is Magic <laughs> uh, that yes. was uh, and one other thing I wanted to mention this one might just be me this might have just been my experience but um, the, the 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 furry musician, uh they've gone by a, a bunch of names over the years. Renard, furries in a blender, Kitsune Squared, Lap Lap Fox tracks, uh various names. Uh they were quite popular around this time. Um they were really famous for a bunch of songs that became used in memes. So uh intensive care yeah. units, rainbow Tylenol, all those sorts of things. Um yeah, those were um... around that time.
3: On that, who was the the tiger?
0: He was a oh, Bucktown a rapper. Bucktown Tiger. Bucktown. Was Bucktown run this? What, time? Yeah, I thought Bucktown was earlier. When was I don't? Bucktown. May he might have been. Uh, God, Bucktown Tiger like for, uh oh debuted, 2011. Ah, I, oh, oh no, sorry, that's okay. the that's that's the, the keyboard is that the mm-hmm. keyboard videos featuring Bucktown. So, okay, so around 2011. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. So about the same ish.
0: The the reason I was suggesting Renard in particular, uh was because or, or lap, lap again, I don't know which, which name they go by now. There's a they've gone by a million different names. Uh mm-hmm. this one I, in particular I thought because the songs made it so much into popular meme culture that for a bunch of people they might have heard the song and went, Oh, who was the musician? Found out it was a furry musician. And I thought maybe that's a way they might have gotten into the fandom. Uh one last note that I had about twenty ten, uh Kyle Gold's most uh 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 frequently rated popular uh, arguably most highly rated book out of position was released in uh, 2009 so just before this so
3: wow so a lot of things happened okay. in and
0: around that time to, to make this yeah. a particularly poignant spike for a lot of folks i think
3: that that is a lot going on holy cow
0: uh, any other ones around that time that you guys can think of? Like, I've just named a whole bunch there. Or maybe a- any of um, these particularly influential to you?
3: I-, I have one
1: that's back in 2011, but we're not that? talking about that one yet.
0: Well, oh, no, no, we- we've gone past 2011, so go oh, ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah. Past- that wasn't a-, a spike year, but go ahead. What happened in 2011?
1: Okay, so September 10th, 2011, for what it's worth, was born.
0: Oh, so I didn't Aww. even I didn't even think about that one.
3: <laughs> so, we why are we not doing like birthday celebrations? I mean,
1: <laughs> we can always do a birthday celebration yeah. September 10th is you is our birthday.
3: Yeah. Also. Yay. Also, uh looking at conventions, I don't know if you said this one, uh Indie Furcon.
0: Oh, uh, Indi- in
3: Indianapolis. Yeah,
0: I don't think I mentioned that one. Yeah, no, that one was, yeah. was that 2010 for the first one?
3: August 2010 oh. was the first one, and that's one that's still That's still going, going, yeah, that's a big one, strong. too, if you live in yeah. that area. I'm um, just...
0: Not as many movies in the, I thought there would be some oh. movies and stuff that came out here, but...
3: Apparently 2010 is also when, uh, Furdue started in, uh, Australia.
0: Oh. I guess, uh, for Australia, for always, that might have been a big deal then.
3: Yeah, because that's that's kind of their big
0: their big one, yeah.
3: Far as I know, that's their big convention. because um, that's still going as far as I'm aware. So And then
0: we've got, uh there was oh, a,
3: a lot of things that popped up.:
0: And then uh, let's see here, in is there anything else in 2010 that you can think of? or
3: I think that's it. I mean, let me see. 2010, 2010.
0: Because 2008 another pretty big year. I got, I got a few interesting ones from 2008.
3: too. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll move on to right. 2008. So
0: digging back. So t- 2008, by the way, was when I started. 2008 was around when I joined the fandom. I was a furry for longer than this, but I really sort of joined the fandom around 2008. So these were things that yeah. were going on around that time for me. Um, so the movie Bolt released. 2008, the Disney movie. Oh. that was
1: a big one. Not sure. If, oh.
0: Yeah, not sure if that was a huge one for a lot of furries, but I thought maybe some furries might have been.
1: Yeah, I um, I know definitely one furry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh yeah. yeah. No, Tugs. 100 Bo- was a big yeah,
0: one. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, foxo more or is it? I never know. Is it amore amore? Fox
3: more
1: Is it
0: amore? Okay. Um. Uh, their first album released at the end of 2007 i don't know if they were super super popular back then uh they'd probably be steam after that but their first sort of album dropped it around this time 2008.
3: wow okay
0: um some of you this is again another deep dive for those who are on the phantom but this time they'll know about this one uh for uh younger furs, perhaps not uh at the very tail end of 2007 vanity fair released the pleasures of the fur article which was pretty Uh, infamous for furries.
3: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one.
0: And again, so some of this makes furries infamous, but there are a number of furries who say, like, oh, you know, uh, that got me interested in the fandom, right? All all the the infamy surrounding it uh, got me into it.
3: Yeah, it's definitely one of those where, you know, those of us in the fandom at those times cringe and go, why, (laughs) please stop, God, no make it end Uh, but when it gives it an opportunity for the people who you know like many of us who are like into these things but then don't realize especially you know when the internet was not as easily uh in your pocket at all times it was you could look at it and go wait there's a thing there's a group there's a name for that. Oh my god! Yeah. There's other people, and it gives you a chance to know what to look. Yeah,
0: you know what? You know what's at least uh, on the radar? Yeah, and there's a yeah, name for it.
3: Yeah. Uh, um. Um. Uh, sorry, Kung Fu Panda oh, came Kung out Panda. in 2008, I believe.
0: Uh, let's see here, Kung Fu Panda,
3: the first one.
0: Oh god, they're making a fourth one.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. It's never going to happen.
0: 2008.
3: 2008 was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. So I'm uh, sorry. I'm jumping out of 2008 for a second because we missed something okay. that I feel is, is kind of important. So, do you guys remember Duke, the dancing dog?
2: <gasps> oh, uh, shit. Heck yes! yes. Yeah.
1: So, back in 2012, that's when um, It's Always a Good Time became super popular during that time oh. but I know that 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 the, his dancing videos really like impacted a lot of people during yeah. that time and uh brought I some furries in there
3: always watched them so
1: See, this, is, this is why I'm yeah.
0: so glad I have you guys here because I can sit there I, I spent hours trying to guess and think of things and look up dates and stuff and I it, there's so much you miss right so that's so why I'm glad yeah. you I have you guys here yeah
1: sorry to jump no but, no no, 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 from no that's, that just, era. that's
0: fine uh it also mentioned for 2008 um The webcomic House Pets was fairly popular. Um, That one debuted in 2008. So for those who who watched that, yeah, that uh, debuted around then. Um, Miles DF, uh, uh, arguably one of the the um, more known and perhaps one of the best paid furry artists in the fandom right now. Um, (laughs) Rather famous for for having uh, your character here is that easily run up into the the tens of thousands of dollars. Um, Was that who started your character here i don't think miles df Uh. started it but um miles df certainly uh started on deviant arts back in 2007 2008 so uh you know fast forward uh, uh 15 or so years and uh you know miles df is still still going strong and has a very strong base but all the way back in 2007 2008 getting the start on deviantart a site which we haven't really mentioned but uh it will come up in, uh, <laughs> in, in the next section.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Also, Tumblr launched in 2007, so just before this 2008. Oh, so. Tumblr.
3: I miss old Tumblr.
0: <laughs> Back in the day, Tumblr.
3: Back in the day. Back before they said, we must clean this place of all your <laughs>
1: 2008, Anthrocon... Oh, sorry.
3: And then it broke. No, go
1: ahead. 2008, Anthrocon had 5,861 attendees.
0: Oof, man! Wow. So, yeah, uh, in my head, I always in my head Anticon is still around that number, and I ha- cut when I went my first time, it was about fifty five hundred, and I have to remind myself that it's like tripled in size.
2: <laughs>
3: wow.
0: So, scooting back, uh, back a little ways. Uh, okay, we can go back as you guys remember stuff, but I'm just kind of. Oh yeah. So, I have a, a big gap, uh, uh, and then the next, the next big chunk is two thousand to two thousand four, four years or so of. Um compared to like the, the, the late nineties, there was a bit of a spike in around two thousand to two thousand four. And I've got just a a whole schwack of things here to mention. Uh the top of the list is uh Deviant Arts launched in two thousand. So prior to uh uh Fur Affinity coming onto the scene, Deviant Arts uh, was, was a big one.
3: Oh yeah. Deviant Art was hundred percent the place to like go. Like Again, I miss I miss old DeviantArt. I miss old those DA. old chat... I miss the old chat rooms in DeviantArt.
0: Uh, uh. We mentioned SoFurry. Uh, in 2002, we had a little site called Star, which would eventually be relaunched as SoFurry.
1: <laughs> I liked <Yiftstar.
0: laughs> Uh Let's see here. 4chan. So a little website some <laughs> of you are familiar with. <laughs>
3: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, launched in
0: 2003 and sort of a, a testament to, to the impact that furries had. By 2005, uh, as an April Fool's joke, 4chan teased the idea of having a furry board, which uh, created a huge raging shitstorm on the website. But uh, it was a sign of how prominent furries were on 4chan, that even though it wasn't a furry yep. site, furries were, were very much shitposting on 4chan all the way back in 2004. If anyone's familiar with yep. 100 million gets, that's all I'll say. Um, but, yeah, furries have an impact on 4chan culture, and they, they probably would care not yeah. to know oh,
3: 100%. that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm going to bounce this forward a little bit. I don't know if this would pertain so much to furries, but FNAF, the Five Nights at Freddy's oh, first game, think of that. came out in 2014. Oh, that's a big
0: one. Oh. How did I not think that's, of that one? Fuck. Yeah.
3: Yeah so the original the first game came out in 2014 and i feel like that probably would have a little bit oh yeah given how much fan
0: art there is on like fa and stuff yeah
3: yeah yeah um so
0: so some these these aren't quite so i'm starting the section in 2000 but there was some stuff that happened a year maybe a year and a half before that that might have sort of built up to this um pokemon was it. Uh, in 1998 and Digimon was in 1999 uh, and I imagine that it, it took uh, a little while for the ball to get rolling on those so maybe it, not in their first year but maybe like their second season or so uh, folks might have picked up uh, given how many folks are, are Pokemon in the fandom today given how prominent Renamon is uh, in the, the fandom um, Pokemon Digimon for sure uh, has oh, to have yeah, had an impact uh, a, a, uh, sorry go ahead you were going to say something
3: I was going to say further confusion had their first year. 1999.
0: I have that one on here. Yep. Not, yeah.
3: 1999. So there you While go. While we're listing
0: off cons, uh, the first MFF was 2000s during this time. Wow. Uh, and the first foi Furry Weekend Atlanta, 2004. So uh, Megaplex in Florida, 2002. So around this time, uh, you're seeing a whole bunch of cons that will go on to become major, major furry conventions.
3: Major conventions. Yeah, like in the
0: top 10 here. Um, A little website, I I think some of you are familiar with this one, at the very end of 1999, so just falling into this 2000 category, uh, a little website called Neopets debuted.
3: uh, (laughs) Ah, yes! I, god, I spent so much time on Neopets (laughs) when I was younger, holy cow.
0: I had a solid six months where I was super into it, I lost interest after about six months, but for six months, man, every day I was on that site. (laughs)
3: Oh yeah, on there doing the, the games. The little daily games. Feeding yeah. them, and yeah. Ah, oh. wow. Uh,
0: other things during this time. Uh, going for the video game scene, I listed a few video games that came out. Uh, Star Fox Adventures, uh, the the reason why Crystal is such, you know, more than 20 years later, Crystal is still a, uh, a big furry meme because of that. Uh, yeah. Animal Crossing in 2001, the first Animal Crossing. Wow. Uh, and Sammy had mentioned this before. Second Life, two thousand three.
3: Second Life, that's yeah, that's where. So the the person that that kind of introduced me into the fandom, that's where he was a lot hanging out was on Second Life. So, so and that's so that's how I ended up on Second Life as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Second Life was huge for me. And I, I already mentioned that, yeah. but yeah. Uh one other thing I just wanted to throw in is do you guys remember Southpaw magazine? That that was I kind don't. of a little bit of drama that happened into the fandom. But I actually don't Wasn't know that. that one? It was
3: a publication? Uh, yes.
1: It was a publication through Rabbit Valley. The first issue was published in October uh two thousand and six, and that was the um, it was kind of like the, it was Cup Central type thing. It was like the first, oh, okay. like, oh, Cup okay. comic type thing, and that kind of caused a little bit of drama within the, the furry community. So, during that. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It ended up ending one. its publication in June of 2010. So, I
0: uh, okay. speaking of, uh, 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 furry art and, uh, it makes it a bit of a, tra- a bit of a clunky transition, but, uh, the precursor to Fur Affinity, Sheezy Art. I don't know if anyone remembers that or knows of Sheezy Art, but, uh, this was, uh, uh ended around 2000, or, yeah, started around 2000, or ended around 2003, sorry. Um, the CSI episode, October
2: 2003.
0: Oh, no! The ah! infamous CSI episode. Ah! So... Is there yeah.
1: anybody that actually came into the fandom because of yes, that?
0: I have absolutely met furries <laughs> who have said that they want, as much as furries cringe at it. A lot of furries say that was what what keyed them into the fact that this existed. Okay, they, they they saw the suits and like, oh my god, where where are these people? So <laughs> sure,
1: so this sure. is a for what it's worth live episode, but I've always always wanted to do a for what it's worth reaction video. Reaction. I do it that episode. <gasps> I do
0: it. It's been about 20 I've years. Seen,
3: yeah, I've seen the episode, but it has been a hot, hot it's minute. It's so cringe.
2: Like, it's holy so cow. Cringe.
3: Well, it's also, I mean, it's also 2003? Yeah. Like, even, like, looking back at older shows, you'll watch and you're like, hmm.
0: We, mm. we just patched I just realized we actually put that on TV. <laughs> we just passed this 20 year anniversary. Like, as, as of a few weeks ago, we passed this 20 year yeah. anniversary. You know, so. that right.
3: episode,
1: like, I'm so glad that that episode has started to die in, in the fact <laughs> that people don't remember it. Because yeah. that, for the longest time, that was the number one thing that would be, you know, brought yeah. up. The, 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 people oh, you would mean say, the, C- like, oh, the like, episode free? of CSI? you you mean you're like the CSI people, yeah. So that that followed the fandom for a long time, but I don't, I haven't heard yeah. that for for quite a bit.
2: So, yeah.
3: yeah, I did see people being like, "Oh my god, it's twenty years since that episode," um, a little while back, and I was like, "Holy shit!"
0: Uh, a few other also. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, Banjo, Banjo Tooie, Banjo Kazooie.
0: Oh, th- oh, I think my. I think Banjo Kazooie must have been late '90s, 90, like '98 or something. Banjo. Okay. Azui. Okay. Banjo Kazooie was '98. But I think Banjo- Sammy was tooie saying tooie was. Yeah. Uh, also,
3: Spyro came out in 2000. Ah uh,
0: yes, Banjo Tooie was 2000 as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. Spyro the Dragon. I
3: loved Spyro. I loved Spyro.
0: Yeah, that was 1998. That was actually older.
3: Wow. Maybe that was the second one. Was it? That oh, was maybe yeah. Uh,
0: a couple of other things here that I mentioned. Uh, the artist, I, I never know how to pronounce it. T- Tanny Daryl. Tanny Daryl.
3: Yep, Tanny Daryl. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: had a. I, I couldn't track down uh, when she started, but uh, a DAA account since at least 2004. DeviantArt account.
3: Wow. So for okay. fans,
0: you know, twenty years later, uh, yeah, that's that's where the origins are. Yep. Um I remember some webcomics that maybe uh people have heard of before. Uh that they're, they're kind of um held up a little bit perhaps in the uh the fandom. We have uh two kinds, which I think is still going. Uh twenty years later, but there's the webcomic Two Kinds, uh the webcomic VG Cats.
1: Ah, VG Cats. Oh, VG okay. Cats. That
0: was uh, September one, two thousand and one. Um rather unfortunate time to decide to start a webcomic 10 days before uh the world changed there. Yeah,
3: yeah, that was big. So, going forward a little bit, I don't know if folks remember Blotch.
0: Oh yeah, Blotch.
3: That w- they started in 2006. So a little bit further, a little further, but still.
0: Uh the website uh Sexy Fur with Jeremy Bernal. This was again I think it was one of the first Hey, Furry, uh, subscription, smut subscriptions. That was, that started in 2000. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. another webcomic that, that might've gained some, I don't know if you call it famous or infamy, uh, Jay Naylor's, <laughs> uh, uh, web, webcomic, uh, Better Days, which I think it's been highly oh. memed and made fun of. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was 2003.
3: Okay. Here's a question.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When did LiveJournal become a thing?
0: Oh, I thought I'd jotted down live journal. um
3: because that is something I spent so much time on as well, like learning how to like that's where I learned how to like do fursuit suit stuff and like
0: nineteen ninety nine is when it first first debuted, yeah, so it would be just getting popular wow. around this time, so yeah
3: yeah, okay, yeah. Live journal was huge, at least for me it was.
0: So I wanted to, so. uh, we we can come back to this in, in a second. One thing I wanted to mention as well, there were a couple of other things that I figured would be associated with like a big jolt in in in, in a big surge in furries. And it, it wasn't associated with it. Like maybe the, the, the response was delayed, but these are some things mm-hmm. that I, I looked up and found that like there was no corresponding big jump in, in people who said that they joined the Phantom around this time. So a few things. Um, the first Anthrocon, 1997, that wasn't associated with a big jump. Uh, the first Euroference in 1995, which only had 19 attendees, I found out.
3: Ah, that's That's so cute. That's awesome. That might be
0: why it didn't have a big, a big impact, because it was 19 people. (laughs) Sure. Um, the Burned First movement, I figured that might have been associated with, uh, uh, some kind of influx into the fandom, if only because it might have stirred some drama on the internet. But no, it doesn't seem to have. Um, let's see here. Uh, the web comic, so I was listing off web comics, the web comic lackadaisy, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the bigger ones. Um, didn't seem to be a, so it was in 2006. Didn't seem to be associated with a big burst in furries, but again, it might've been a taken a little while for people to find it. Sure. Um, Twitter, 2006, not associated with a giant burst of furries. Uh, again, that might've furry Twitter might've become a thing a little bit later. Uh, yeah. The big one for me, the big shocker for me, Fur Affinity, uh, 2005. Um, it wasn't associated. Nothing I can see in the data that seems to suggest that it was associated with a big influx of furries. Again, it might have been a slow, slow burn, delayed thing, but I would have expected to see kind of a spike in the wake of it. We didn't see that. So, um, um,
1: WikiFur came out in 2009.
0: Oh yeah, that might have you know what that might have been a really good way for people to to stumble into it, right? Because it's a wiki, so ah. yeah. Oh, Flayra. Yeah. When Flayra. That's how yeah, I was looking up. At...
3: We still use Wikifur. I am currently on Wiki fur. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know when Flayra uh, first came out. Uh, uh Flayra. 2001 founded in 2001 and then relaunched in 2010 by green reaper interesting oh and then this one was relevant to me so i'm gonna gonna out myself a little bit here there was a national geographics uh taboo did an episode about furries that yours truly was on. that was 2012 don't go look it up you're better off not knowing it
3: Oh, uh, well, you can't say that and then say, no, don't look at it. Ah. it was, actually, it was it was
0: remarkable for how unremarkable it was. So uh, they, they, they sent a National Geographic team, like film team out to, to follow us. Like these are like, the same people who do Mythbusters and stuff uh, beyond okay. studios. So like they were they were filming us and stuff and they filmed us for, I think, two or three days. And at the end of the day, they only ended up with like a six minute segment or something. And it was just super unremarkable. Uh Huh. Yeah, I was in the episode, uh, in the show Taboo, and I think they thought they were going to get something far more exciting, and, like,
2: oh. it turns, out, like, they're, they're fun,
0: you kind of got the impression, like, so when do you do all the crazy stuff in the suits, we're like, we, we don't, like, we don't, yeah, like, we, we, we hang out, so I kept trying to, like, contrive these things, like, why don't you put on the suits and go do X and Y, I'm like, no, we don't. Why don't you put on the suits and get in the car and go driving? Because like, we'd are gonna we go to jail for that? Like, no.
3: Yeah, because that's
0: <laughs> dangerous. So it was all these things where they kept trying to to get us to do things, and we're like, no. And so the, at the end, it kind of went off. There wasn't much to it. It ended up being like a three- to six-minute segment, and it was mostly nothing. The only reason I thought that might make that's a bigger funny. splash is because um, the show kind of uh, – uh, uh, was shown worldwide like it was a global show at the time yeah. and in in the wake of that i had a whole bunch of random furries from like random com- uh, countries who found me on facebook i got like oh i'm a furry from from oslo norway i just wanted to say hello i saw you on taboo i'm like oh god <laughs> so, so in my head so like, i thought it I might do. have had a bigger impact on folks but uh I, yeah. mercifully people have forgotten about it and i'm thankful for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So there's looking at shows or, or shows that have done episodes. Um, there was the MTV show Sex Two K. I was
0: trying to look that one up, but I couldn't remember what it was called. Thank you. Yes,
3: it was Plushies and Furries was aired in January two thousand
0: two. Okay, so during that that time on on MTV. Yeah, which I think I think if, I think more than a few people watched MTV at the time. So
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, MTV was still was still a thing. Now it's not so much. Um, let's see. There's Fur and Loathing.
0: I st- Entourage. I still can't get over that that FA didn't have more of a, an immediate impact. Because for me, FA was one of the first things I did as a fur was hop onto FA.
1: I remember so when apparently- FA had some sort of issue that was going on for a period of time, and you had to have like a... I don't know, like, it was shut down to new year users, and that was, like, for a year or something like that. That's when I tried to join FA. Anyway, sorry.
3: Huh. I was going to say, there was... I don't know if anybody knew the, knows the show Entourage. No.
0: I've heard of it, it but I don't know anything about it.
3: It was apparently an HBO series, Um, but they did Very an episode. episode... Yeah, in 2007, in July 2007. Hmm. So, I don't know. I just found some, a list of, like, shows that have done, episodes, on.
0: But, yeah, it's.
3: The Drew Carey
0: show? Yes, yes. I remember they had a scene where Drew, uh, Drew Carey came dressed as, like, a squirrel or something.
3: Oh. Yeah. Oh. I accidentally pulled up a clip. Oh, boy. Yeah. Has a two minute first segment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: October, two thousand two.
0: But I remember it was it was pretty positive, as I recall. Like it wasn't it wasn't making fun of furries. I think it was like actually surprisingly like progressive. And like, oh okay, well, that's what you're into or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember it being too bad, but huh? I mean, we could interesting. We could do this all day, but I guess the the what's interesting to to think about, if nothing else, is interesting to think about the uh. Uh, as you dig into history, like oh, there's 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 no one thing that got all furries into this fandom. Like we're just we're digging up all these things that uh, you know maybe maybe a, a percentage or a fraction of a percentage of furries. So that was the one thing that got me into it. And
1: mm-hmm. well, hey, hey some hey. notable ones that I just want to throw out there: The Lion King, nineteen ninety four; The Rescuers mm-hmm. Down Under, nineteen ninety. Uh, we have Animal Olympics, nineteen eighty. The Rescuers, 1977. seven, nine The Nine Lives of Fritz the Cat, 1974. Robin Hood, 1973. And
3: Fritz the Cat, 1972. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's a funny thing, too, is, like, us older ones are, like... Oh, yeah, like for a lot of us, like early Disney was a lot of the initial influence. Um, But it's also interesting how as the years go on and as technology changes and improves, how the influences change, like what people get into. Also, looking at this list that I found... Did anyone else listen to NotCast? Yeah, they were I, su- a,
0: a few episodes, I'm yeah. so
3: glad that yeah. you
1: brought them up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I listened to them. I, they, you know, I get their notifications. Also, we're on this list, we right? We are? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, but NotCast was a big one for me, especially, like, because I was listening to it kind of early years into the fandom for me. So cuz I I was like in the fandom joined the fandom in like 2007 um so not cast was one that I listened to a lot for that
0: Well while we continue to to voyage down memory lane perhaps it's a good time to, to take a break here
3: <laughs> Yeah let's take our last break and then uh we'll come back with Can final you guys thoughts not and, throw me out the window this time and thanks
1: uh the first time for everything. I guess. Yes.
3: Well, the first time is not throwing him out the window, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a no plan. promises. Well, I guess we'll just leave Rue where he is and go take a break.
1: so good to be able to come back without any of my bones broken. So great. 100%.
0: You're having a good day, aren't you?
1: I am. I'm having an excellent day. I'm so happy. For now.
0: I don't like this, Sammy. I don't like Rue being happy. We should do something about this. No! Oh, I have Don't, I, think Ru, so. I don't
3: either. Yeah, I, I think Ru, you know uh, what we need to do. We're doing it.
0: We're doing it, Rue. Yeah. No! Why? Yes! Why yes. is
1: this? No! Oh, why is he's it? He's sad,
0: and that makes me so happy. <laughs> That's right. It's that time of the episode where we thank our lovely patreons for letting us do this. Uh, lovely patreons like Anthalo, Ashton Allingham, Nuka, Mephistopheles, Lufus the Raccoon, Blackbald Rick, Rifka, Tanax, Plug, Bubblewhip. Chapogriff, Aussie K, Ligris, Mang X3, Victor Mutt, Tyre52, and Ichiko Okami. Thank you very much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. I was so tempted to read those at half speed just to prolong this segment. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Because your misery makes me happy.
3: Thank you for allowing us. <sighs> Ah, yes, thank you for ah, allowing us, us to extend. I can actually his hear again. Ah, every time
1: I hear that music, it just burns my soul. Ah.
0: Yes. So, so, speaking of your soul being a flame, this has nothing to do with that. But, uh, Rue, how about some final thoughts for your flaming soul?
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. Final thoughts. I think that it is great to know where we are have came and to see and to be excited at what is in the future there's a lot of things that help all of us to be able to enter into the furry fandom and each person has a different story and and majority of it has to do with the the time that they ended up joining the fandom so i think it's great to go back and kind of look at you know, some of those some of those dates and that time and walk down memory lane because, you know, the things that happened in the past is what's gonna help define us in the future. Wow. Profound. That was
3: <laughs> so wholesome. I hate it. <laughs> Terrible. How about you, Sammy? And they call me evil. No. Stop it. Um I mean, really, it's just one of those things that's just fun to look at and then afterwards, you go, wow, I feel really old. That happened like 20 years ago. Oh, I swear that was yesterday. Oh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of my feeling is, wow, I feel old now. And then you go, wow, I've been in this fandom a long time. <laughs> but no, it's cool. There's lots of cool stuff. And there's always cool things being created that'll pull people into the fandom, I think uh we'll always just be we'll always just be around, you know? We're just here. We're just people who want to enjoy life a little bit. So I think it's fun to to One like, thing
0: that's uh that's pretty humbling for things. me, I think, is uh the realization like so we, we call ourselves old and there you know somewhere out there is like a 60 or 70 year old furry laughing their ass off at the implication that we're old, right? Um it's I mean it's no no coincidence, I think, that um the yeah. the the periods where I was able to find the most potential influences were times where, Hey, this is when I got into the fandom, right? I think this would probably be a very different list if we had some younger furries in here or in, alternatively, if we had some older furries in here as well, I would love to see how a furry who's been around for say five years would, would say, well here, no, cause I, I'm, I have a huge blind spot on YouTube, for example. Right. So, It'd be wonderful to have a younger furry be like, Hey, here's all the 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 YouTubers from the last ten years and when they came onto the scene that like, you totally missed, right? Or some older furries to fill in the gaps with the older stuff and say, Boy, you didn't even talk about uh uh you know, mucks. You didn't even talk about, you know, uh some of the older conventions and and, and such. So uh, you know, zines didn't come up. I mean, th- this is, we we sort of ended a little bit after the time of zines, but um yeah, so it's 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 kinda humbling to sort of put yourself in that uh, yeah. Time flow and realize that uh, you're just kind of seeing one, one glimpse of the uh, the fandom. This this long uh, history of the fandom. So,
3: so what you're saying, Nuka?
1: That's why I love about this episode is that it's great for people to be able to bring in, a, a, yeah. a, you know, send an email. So then well, that I way was we gonna can say
3: on the next what we could do. Episode. That just sounds like we need to do it again. Yeah. And get some people.
0: Yeah, I'd love to have some more guests on here. <laughs> who, who, if you want to come on, and maybe we'll do a later episode next next season or whatever, where we. Or
1: maybe people could yeah. bring in like a speak pipe or something like that, yeah. so that we can hear other people's voices. Or if you want to like do like an audio clip and email it to us, that would be cool too.
0: Yeah, share your share your history with us. Sp- let's
3: well,
1: speaking
0: awesome. of mailbag,
3: well. I was going to say, well, I got something in the mailbag if you want me to read it.
0: I I think we'd all like you to read it.
3: Sure, go for it. All right. Salutations for what it's worth, crew, and guest if applicable. Uh, Not applicable this week, but that's okay. Who's who's this from, by the way? Who's this from before we get there? Oh, I'm going to get there, don't worry. (laughs) I will introduce myself as Mistoffelee.
0: It's Memphis One operation. of your
3: hundred or, so, yeah, one of your hundred or so fans and twenty fifth, I think, patron. I fully believe myself to be somewhat of an anomaly in this fandom, and even as a person, I will explain in, two, in due time. To preface this email will be kind of long, you may condense it. Uh, If it be your will. With that in mind, Rue, if Rue happens to be the one to read this email, I profusely apologize. With all that said, I'd like to begin with how I found your podcast, which has helped me immensely. I legitimately found it on Spotify while randomly rummaging around for history or science y podcasts to listen to while working. Seeing the title, my heart was elated. A podcast for furries? I definitely qualify as one, so I thought this might be worth looking into. I searched for season one, but somehow I couldn't find it on either Spotify or your main main site. Uh, This slightly vexed me as I thoroughly enjoy experiencing things from the onset, yet as I gave up and began season two, I was already hooked. Since the end of September this year, I have binged every single episode now i am all caught up and still loving it now to the other aforementioned point about my being an anomaly yes i consider myself to be a furry 110 percent however i have a bit of a complicated history involving well in my involvement in the fandom to speak plainly i have absolutely no particip- participation accolades to speak of whatsoever Let's get to the meat and potatoes of that, by the way, of establishing a short history of myself. All my life, I've been something of a pariah or an outcast within every social group I've tried to attend. Hence the reason why I resonated so well with your episodes on bullying, depression, and even the, uh, to, put, to put it delicacy, delicately, the unsubscribing from life aspect. Even the friends topic made me feel that fuzzy-shaped hole in my great heart. With but one friend in my life I can trust, who is only a diet furry, it really puts into perspective where my life has arrived at. My life currently is in a very okay state. I have an okay job with okay pay, and a very lovely wife and two okay children. (laughs) Joking aside, it was really my love that got me further into furry. See, it started as with most most furries, Disney movies. I loved Robin Hood, The Rescuers, etc. I was always interested in the idea of anthropomorphized animals and such. My lady opened the door and I leapt in. Details on how we met can be disclosed upon request. Since then, I was always aware there was a furry fandom, but never really looked into it, as my past experiences had led me to believe I was not welcome anywhere. Even in my days as a brony were somewhat lacking, yet I contradict myself slightly as that is where I met my best and only friend, and it wasn't even technically in a brony-related setting. Back to the fandom, I knew it was there, yet I felt as though I couldn't participate, I had spent a good portion of my young li- young adult life wondering about it but never looking into it for fear of rejection or even retaliation. It wasn't until a little before I found your podcast that I actually let down my social show let down my social shield and went into do two discord servers based on the fandom. I was largely ignored. Yet As I listened to each episode of your podcast, I felt as though I was part of it, so to speak. A fly on the wall the entire time, enjoying everything from the metal cookie to Wisconsin, Texas. So why all this background, you may ask? To put it in a most basic state, I didn't even know what a sparkle dog was until I tuned in. Your podcast has actually shown me what the furry fandom is all about, in all of its glorious, and sometimes inglorious, grandeur. I feel as though there is still more to learn, and i am willing to do so in order to actively participate. I haven't even attended a convention in my life. To conclude, I deeply appreciate you guys for illuminating that which was always beyond my reach, and remains to do so, sadly. In this region of the world, the number of furries to talk to are sparse as the desert I reside in with absolutely none in the town I call home. I am glad yet that I'm able to be part of your small community, and who knows, maybe one day I'll own a fursuit yet. The Oracle Mouse, Mistoffelee.
1: Awesome. Well, I think think that that lovely email deserves the for-what-it's-worth clap. You guys ready? Yes. Do you know what the for-what-it's-worth clap is, Sammy? no (laughs) well he does and nuka does so you ready nuka yeah one two
0: three there you go (laughs) Uh, uncoordinated perfect
3: (laughs) oh that's amazing Um, it's great
0: he'll he'll know what it is yeah uh he'll know i I want to say that yeah it's uh, uh first of all kudos on getting through the entire backlog I'm on the show, and I still haven't listened to the entire backlog of all the for what it's worth episodes. Um, I also want to say that there is a we have to make a distinction in my research between fanship and fandom, and it's entirely possible to be high in fanship and lower in fandom. These things are correlated, but they're not one and the same. Um, I guess I would say that it does. You know, it, you're, there's more than one way to be a furry. There's there's a multitude of ways to be a furry. And um, don't feel like you're invalid as a furry because you don't have a fursuit or you haven't been to a convention or, you know, you you don't go to weekly meetups or anything like that, right? At the end of the day, um, you know, you get to decide if you're a furry and furry is what you make of it, right? So furry could just be, um, you know, what, watching those movies you were talking, watching The Rescuers, watching uh, Lion King, looking at your favorite artist and, you know, listening to your favorite furry podcast. Uh, that can be what it means to be furry. Don't. It, it you know I understand that you're saying that you would like to be able to to reach out and get more involved and that's fantastic but to, don't let the fact that you don't have that yet make you feel any less furry or that you're you're somehow not furry so that's what I would say.
2: Yeah.
1: I just wanted to say thank you because that's one of the things that I want to do eventually is I do want to get season one back up and I think that your email kind of helps to kind of show why we want to get season 1 back up. So, we'll definitely be working on that at some point in time. You know, we're we're in the process of things if that makes any sense.
3: We have the files and they just need to be reprocessed and hopefully eventually distributed. Um, but yeah, thank you for for the email and as with Nuka, I am Impressed that you've listened to the entire backlog in a couple of months. Um, but as, as to, as Nuka said, to reiterate, there are many ways to be furry and, and to, to feel, you know, that furry side. Um, I know you're saying that there's not a, a probably a lot of furries where you're at. Maybe you're in a smaller town. Um, if you can't find anything super close locally, you know, look out. Look for, you know, what's your next major city? What's the major city next to you? Uh, start there for looking for groups. You know, just Google, you know, whatever city, furry group, or or or. Or furries, if you are in the middle of the um, desert, or even the state, <laughs> or global. if you are in the middle of the yeah. desert,
0: look for uh, uh, VR cons and stuff. Are the next big thing right now? Yeah. So.
3: Yeah, VR is is definitely, an, and as we were saying earlier in the episode, or VR is a, is a nice easier gateway where you can still stay within the comfort of, of your home and your yourself um, and you can still have those interactions and you don't have to have a VR headset or any of the fancy stuff to do it uh, you, VR if you have a PC um, just works like a normal PC game so you can just do it in the desktop mode. Uh, that's how I played VR early on. I mean, I've only recently got a VR headset, but early on, I just played it as the PC mode, so I could have those interactions. So you could also. Sorry, go ahead, Sammy. I was just gonna say, expand out those those search parameters, and you never know. Um, I'm sure there's there's probably other places. The other thing I would I would maybe recommend. And this might depend on how you feel about it or not. There is an app called Bark, um, B A R Q, uh, which is it's kind of like a gr- like it's it's advertised as like a grinder kind of thing, but it does like show people or other furries like relative distance to you, and that might be able to help you find folks that are closer and even events and other things that are going on that might be closer to you. So it's definitely a good way of doing that. But I'd say, you know, keep trying and I'm sure you'll find somebody, but thank you so much for listening to the show and uh, sending in the email.
1: I was just going to add the whole fact that, you know, something that me and Sammy have done to be able to help us is, you know, a lot of times me and Sammy have created things like, um, you know there could possibly be events that I mean not events people in your area, but maybe they just don't have a space to to meet up or a place to go. So there's been times that I, I know for myself, like for example, we had a um a, a community that was that was thriving down in um well. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to go into all the details. Needless to say, just create an event and potentially people will come to that event. Um, it could be somewhere at a library or, you know, at a bowling alley or an a arcade restaurant. or something like that or a restaurant. A restaurant's great, you know, and have some sort of a meetup and see who shows up to that. And you may be surprised. That there might be some people in your area.
0: Also, good to hear from another brony. So, <laughs> so thank you very much, uh, Mes- the Mephistophely, I got it uh, with uh, that email. <laughs> it would be nice to get uh, get more emails like that, which I think is uh, uh, leads us quite nicely into our housekeeping segments.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, housekeeping. We have a couple of things to to go through. The First of all, we would love to have some idents. I think Mistopheles actually sent us an ident. So yeah, th- thank he you. He sent
3: an ident in with uh with his email and I'm going to poke Voss and see if we can get that one on this episode. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you for sending that in. It it's super helpful. So please continue I- if you're interested, please feel free to do an ident for us. We need it as part of our our show and we think it's fun having our our listeners help us out with our eye dents. Um, our website is for whatit'sworth.com. Sammy has worked really hard to get it up and running once again, so please check it out. Um, Twitter, Blue Sky, Mastodon, and Facebook is all at for Um, Our patron is slash FWIW. Let me tell you, patron helps us out so much. So thank you so much for all those all of you guys that have helped us out so far to keep us up and running. Um, It's, you know, it's, it's for you guys and also everybody else, you know, that we continue to do the show. Um, So thank you for your support. Um, Telegram channel, just send me a message. If you want to be part of our Telegram channel, we have a a channel. And then we also have a, a voice channel that people can kind of like poke in talk to us and stuff like that. We also have our email. It's casta for what it's Or you can email us directly. Uh, each of us is either Rue, Sammy, Voss, Click, or Nuka at for what it's worth.com. Um, our speak pipe is speakpipe.com slash FWIW. And of course, if you like this episode, we don't really do much marketing so if you like this episode please feel free to share it with a friend share it on social media different things like that word of mouth is our number way uh, one number one way of marketing so thank you so much and i think that's it for the mailbag is there anything else or not mailbag the housekeeping wow uh i
3: i think that's it i think this is uh the end of the episode who wants to let everybody know what we're doing next
0: time i believe next time is our season finale we're yes. talking about gratitude and i believe it's going to be a live stream. is that the plan
3: that's the plan right. it'll be our our season 10 finale so um yeah we'll just be talking about different parts of the season what we enjoyed uh we'd love to hear what that particular things in the season that you guys enjoyed, wanted to hear about, or maybe want to hear more about, you know, if we touched on a subject and you're like, wait, I need to know more. Let us know. Um, parts that were funny, parts that, you know, you really, really, you know, weren't let, got to you or, or just really helped you. Um, and yeah, we'll be doing that along with our, our gratitude episode and uh yeah the plan is to do that as a live stream so keep an eye out on those social media accounts and we will be posting when that happens date time and the link when we have that so just keep an eye out and we will we'll be doing that episode soon
1: well guys i need to get my cookies out of the oven. so this has been rue yeah
0: and sammy i'm old and this has been
2: For, For what, what It's, it's worth.
0: worth. Oh, where's my earring? aid? I can't tell where I